0: Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
1: For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who
2: get it done.
3: I'm Diosa and I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast.
6: Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you
1: get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching... FSR.
5: Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. I hate that song.
1: Welcome inside Hour Three, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon. Oh! Live from the Geico Studios. And we'll have more on tonight's NFL game between the Ravens and the Cowboys coming up in about 20 minutes. Uh, But today was a huge day in college football, you know, but the thing is. We're going to have a conversation about COVID because that canceled the Ohio State-Michigan game. But, uh, you know, like I said the other night, uh, you know, I know things are difficult now. And, and you know, with COVID, everybody wants to be past this. And we're figuring things, trying to figure things out. And there's more cases every day. But I, I just keep saying, just hang on. The vaccine is coming, right? The vaccine's very, very soon. In fact, today... In Great Britain, the first doses of the COVID-19 vaccine were given to British uh, citizens. And did you see, Mike, who the first person was to get COVID vaccine in Great Britain? Did you see the name of the guy? Is Mike even there? He's got to turn his mic on. Yeah, I saw the second guy. There you guy. go. There you I go. saw the
7: second guy, buddy. Yeah, 91-year-old. First, first first one was a woman, I think.
1: Yeah, 91-year-old William Shakespeare. Yeah. God, the vac. Well, I, l- listen. You really you have to vaccinate William Shakespeare first. I mean, we need He's to- a treasure. Yes.
7: Although the, there the is arts. a musical that says, "God, I hate Shakespeare," <laughs> and then it sings about you know pretension and all these other things of being a fraud. But that's a whole other musical for another time.
1: But you know what? I saw that and I said, "Boy, ninety one. That's awesome." He's getting and I go. Really? I mean, everybody kind of knew William Shakespeare's name 90 years ago. And, you you know, your last name is Shakespeare. You're going to name your son William. You're really going to do that to him? Aspiring (laughs) to greatness or you were (laughs) hoping that you could perpetuate a fraud. He probably grew up and said, Mom and Dad, you did me no favors here. I just want to hang out and I just want to watch soccer and, and, and do it. Out now." But now uh, I can't. I can't there's just typewriter, get to work. Now I, I got to make sure I try to publish some tomes. I got to do something now. I got to write sonnets. I mean, you, you really did. You, you didn't help me out by naming me William Shakespeare here. I mean, I get that there's nothing I can do with Shakespeare, but, you know, give me something else. Give me, you know, name me like, you know, Joe Shakespeare or shaky Shakespeare. That would sound like a basketball player. Hey, Maybe hey, Bill, Bill or Larry, anything but Sue. No, <laughs> uh, look, you it, know, Larry it, Shakespeare.
7: <laughs> in the end, you you uh, you know, you, you had greatness thrust
1: upon you. Now, were you willing mm. to grab that mantle and go? Yeah, yeah. Well, it, can't if shy he knows, away from it. If he knows fate and destiny, like, you know, like, hey, you know, Burnham Wood is coming to Dunsinane. I mean, I would like for him to tell us, you know, we have to know these things. It would be good. Mm, that would be William helpful. Shakespeare getting it. You got to take care of William Shakespeare. William Shakespeare's got to get it first. Harry Potter, everybody, everybody at Hogwarts has to get it. I mean, you can give it to Slytherin last, but, you know, everybody at, at Harry Potter, they got you got to take care of the, the arts first in Great Britain. Gotta, and William Shakespeare getting it is a great start. Well, the long road begins with that first step. That's right, <laughs> William. Sh- I wonder if he walked in and they played like trumpets, like ba, 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 announcing for the vaccine, oh. William Shakespeare. And he came in. He had like the ruffles on, and he gave a big bow and had a hat with feathers on it. Uh, it, it that would have been. I'd like to see that photo up. Wow, you really uh, dressed him up for the occasion too. <laughs> ba, 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 ba. <laughs> A r- <laughs> royal comes majesty out, <laughs> the woman the, the nurse comes out to the to the to the waiting room going announcing for the next vaccine william shakespeare and she rolls it back up and walks back in what is it you're uh knighted or
7: wh- whatever it is in the, as a member of the empire isn't that uh where you're headed to so yeah the, congratulations to Mr. Shakespeare
1: eh. instead of turn turn your head to the right and cough I'm going to touch you on either shoulder with a sword and, and that's how it's going to work you say that like it's a bad thing <laughs> uh, so hey like I said uh, the vaccine is coming look we're there, it's in other countries it's going to be here soon just hold on this is what it's going to be and this is what's going to pull us out of it the vaccine is coming we waited for a long time and now it's coming here and this is what's going to do it Uh, Unfortunately, it's not going to be here enough to help anything for Ohio State and Michigan as their game was canceled this weekend due to COVID-19 concerns. Now, last week, Ohio State was rife with COVID-19, over 20 cases. Michigan had nearly 20 cases today when they announced, hey, we can't play the game against Ohio State this weekend. And right now, there's a couple of different avenues that Ohio State is going on because this is going to be about, hey, you know, can they figure out a way to get in the college football playoff? But first things first, with with Michigan – this storyline was jumped on by Kirk Herbstreet last week who said Michigan's going to use this to try to, to duck Ohio State and, and not play this game and use COVID as a concern. Time out for one second, all right? Listen to me here on COVID when, 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 when I get to this with that. If this is a conspiracy to not play a football game, the one place you don't do that is in public when every when it's something everybody is interested in and wants to know what's going on, where details have to be known. Michigan can't just come out here and say, "Yeah, we got COVID tests. We're not playing the game." Well, where, where's your? No, 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 no. We're done. There's no. Everybody, everybody from the media down to the fans, the players are all going through this. This is these are medical doctors who have talked about this. They talked about the cases at Michigan, and it was deemed unsafe to play this week because of the cases from. Michigan and what Ohio State is coming off of. If you want to sit here and say, oh, they're ducking us, they're ducking us because they're using COVID as an excuse. I'm going to tell you to go the other way because this is not about what schools are trying to do to duck playing because it's too difficult to do. All right, conspiracies are done behind closed doors where not many people are brought in on the action. This is something that is very easy to figure out. There's very public people to talk to about it, about people involved. Michigan can't hide. It's not about ducking Ohio State. What this really is about is about what the other schools are willing to go through to play a college football game. Schools like Clemson, when Dabo Sweeney says, oh, they're ducking us. Dude, you flew to Florida State with a guy you thought was positive. You brought him on the trip and Friday night you show up in the guys COVID-19 positive. This is not them ducking you. This is you saying, well, I don't care what we're going to do. We're going to go play and win this football game. This is why we're at where we're at. It's not about teams ducking other teams. It's about what some teams are willing to go through just to play a football game. That's what you have to look at because to be, to not play Michigan, the evidence is there. If Michigan was lying, we would find that out. There would be all kinds of stuff out there. I said, no, there's no they have no positive tests. Jim Harbour just doesn't want to play. Think about how many people are in on these decisions to not play a football game and you and, and you really think that this is one guy this is Harbaugh saying yeah no no I'm, I'm not just gonna just gonna, not gonna do it not gonna not, not gonna have anybody get in on this decision it's my decision we got guys who are sick no can't talk to any of my players can't talk to anybody else can't talk to doctors No, no I'm controlling all of this myself That's just not how it goes. It's an easy thing to say, and it's an easy jumping-off point because here's Dabo Sweeney saying it, the guy who put everybody in danger by taking a player who was COVID-19, potentially COVID-19 positive on a trip. These are the teams you have to concern yourself with, not the ones that say, hey, listen, we're trying, but we can't play, but the teams that sit back and go, well, wait, why can't we? We went through all of this, and we're still trying to play a football game. Notre Dame had positive tests. They went out and played a game the next day. It's about what those teams are willing to blow off to go through to actually play a game
7: well blow off i think is um uh, what's the term i want to use uh dismissive disparaging all of those things i mean you're you're, you're still going through your medical protocols because if, if you you want to take it to the furthest end if you're saying that what they're doing is categorically reckless then all those guys should lose their medical licenses and if you want to call for that have at it but You go through the protocols in each school, and this is one of the reasons that they, for the most part, were trying to do just conference-only games, was we can all agree to a a certain level and a standard that we all have to adhere to, right, to make these things happen. And if you're going out of conference, well, maybe you don't have the same resources, same protocols, right? You can't test as frequently, etc. And then to some degree it goes to well what does your medical staff think about it versus another medical staff because there is a, a, still a difference of opinion it's not just you know a political animal in, in all of this there there are doctors on both sides in terms of you know what's safe what's not and, and what the, the different degrees are so uh, in, in that respect yeah I mean you're, you're trying to figure out is one case enough right we were talking about it a little bit Before, when you find out Des Bryant is positive, is that enough to say, all right, we've got to cancel this and and knock it out? Some would say yes, some some would say no, and then Commerce steps in and maybe makes the decision for everybody, but it, it certainly is the hot button topic all around and us being in southern california hell we're in the belly of the beast when it comes down to trying to figure all that stuff out uh but when you get down to this ohio state michigan concern i mean there are just so many things have you ever seen people look more uncomfortable trying to talk about one part of this when you've got the other huge story the 800 pound gorilla in the room hey are you gonna keep your job you get fired <laughs> Are you walking away? I hear there might be some NFL teams looking at you, too. How are you feeling about that? I mean, hey, were you at Lions Bears on Sunday? Uh, you know, there's just so many different things swirling about, and everybody's going and trying to figure out what's fair, what's right. And, and as always, there, there's, there's anger in, into a lot of this that injects itself instead of calm rationality. And trying to figure out what what the best order of action is in this. And And for Michigan, it's well documented on the campus. What's gone on these last few weeks. And so that that can't be ignored.
1: Twitter at how about a fresca? Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith show with Mike Harmon live from the Geico studios. Now that's Michigan side of it, right? It's it's not ducking anybody. I mean, that's I I hear that and I go, that's just somebody who hears something and and, and people like Kirk Herbstreet who want to run with a narrative. Uh, But as far as Ohio State goes, this is the real conversation now because this is where heroes can step up, all right? Ohio State needs to play another game to be able to play in the Big Ten Championship. So now they are looking for another opponent for Saturday. At the same time, the Big Ten is looking at changing the rules to allow Ohio State to play in the Big Ten Championship because clearly they're the only team from the conference that could be included in the college football playoff as long as they win. So while these things are happening – The easy solution is there, but we need heroes. We need college football to step up and say, you know what, look how crazy this year is we're going to expand the playoff to eight teams Ohio state's going to get in, you know, and, and that's, that's just the right thing to do in a year when so many teams are not playing the same number of games. All right. Ohio state. Hey, this, we told you this was the game that was going to push potentially. If you saw this become a narrative that had college football playoff committee, and maybe some conference commissioners would say, Hey, let's expand the playoffs. This is the team that would do it. And, and the Ohio state situation is one that clearly could be that, that type of, of fire starter for it because that's really the most fair thing to do right now in the playoff. Can you imagine what it's going to look like in two weeks? If let's just say USC wins the pack 12, right? Undefeated mm-hmm. Keaton Slovis is throwing for 400 yards a game and they're undefeated winning the pack 12. And here's a two loss Clemson team because they lose to Notre Dame in the ACC Championship game. And suddenly it's what team do you pick for the playoff? Do you take a two-loss Clemson team with superstar Trevor Lawrence? Do you take TV Darling USC? That's a really difficult decision. I take USC because USC clearly being 6 and 0 would deserve it and if Clemson loses twice to another playoff team, I don't need to see that game again. So there but there is time to, you know, to figure out how that goes, but if you have a two-loss Clemson team and and a, and a undefeated USC team, there's going to be really unhappy superstar power programs in college football. And by that, you're going to be upset fans. There's going to be upset media. There's going to be upset players and conferences. How you don't just say we're going to go to – they should go to 16 – because then they can get everybody in, and then you let a team like BYU in because, hey, they went and played Coastal Carolina at the last minute, didn't really have time to prep for a game, and they lost. It's going to be held against them. You could really do the right thing by doing that. Are we going to see it? It's college football, and they're stuck in their ways. But, I mean, this is the time to see something like that happen.
7: My man, even even worse is if Clemson beats Notre Dame and USC's undefeated, they ain't getting into that party, (laughs) right? I mean, at least with the other, like, we can all have arguments and just say, hey, leave them out. But then it becomes the, all right, well, Clemson beat Notre Dame with their full staff and with Trevor Lawrence, so how about they get left out? Oh, can you imagine everybody with their media dollars and cents and TV packages and everything if that happens? With the Pac-12, you can at least say, hey, we dismissed them from the outset, and look where USC had to come from. It's a terrible argument, but it's one that's been made for so many years of, ah, they were unranked and they overachieved. And so how good are they really? It's like No, they, they won the games on the field. That's kind of how this is supposed to go. Uh, I, I would love to see nothing more than to see an expanded playoff to get another four teams in there. Maybe another eight, 12. How, are, how's, how many are you going to get in to get Northwestern in? Oh, maybe stain, maybe got to get to. But,
1: you, well, I could maybe find a way with you at at fifteen, at sixteen, but maybe twenty. Well, or, or they just or
7: you know it. need to beat Indiana or the Buckeyes or however this works through, right? Because you have that Champions Week that's sitting out there for the Big Ten as well, which is supposed to also be the title game. But yeah. Champions <laughs> Week
1: is like it's like the it's like the, it's like the uh, Triwizard Tournament in cobbler Shut up! <laughs> it's Champions Week, <laughs> it's extra games to bet. You shut the hell up! No, I'm just no. saying it's okay. <laughs> I mean, is Pat Fitzgerald trying to put his name in the fire over the age line and it gets hey. spit back out at him? everywhere Everybody's already
7: lost a Pat it, Fitzgerald. Everybody is trying to put his name into every fire. He
1: could be the head coach here. He can be I got, the head coach I there. I've got a piece of paper. It's all done up that, that no one knows that I've lost a game. And you throw it in and suddenly uh, your, your face gets all full of Yeah, but you know out. how you we test the authenticity
7: of that? If it doesn't say go cats under it, it's not Pat Fitzgerald. I uh, did not so- <laughs> Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. I but yes, it, I, I agree with you. Try wizard tournament style. Look, I, I'd love to see an expanded playoff. There's no question about it. For television purposes, for the proper end to make sure everybody gets a chance, given the unevenness of schedules and the difficulties to get through a season, why not reward more teams? Since so more and more of these ancillary. Bowl games are getting canceled, right? The inaugural game that was going to be played out here in L.A. at SoFi just got canceled yesterday, so that's another one. I think that's 11 that have gone to the wayside. Screw it. Let's expand the playoffs. Big, make the party bigger and think of the ad sales when you're trying to recoup a bunch of money lost for different cancellations and other issues for the year. Uh, there's a lot, a lot of good that can come out of it.
1: Uh, expand it, people. Use your common sense. Let's go. Twitter at How about a fresca? Mike at Swollen Dome. The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. We need a hero to step up and say, "Let's expand that playoff." Now is the time. Uh, coming up next. Hey, just because it was a big day in the National Football League doesn't mean we have another day of guess where James Harden wants to get traded stories. That's coming up next right here. Plus, we got more of the, the Tuesday night game coming up next. This is Fox. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show, with my best friend, Mike Harmon. I'm an ass man. Live from the Geico Studios. We got more NFL coming up in a few minutes, including the night that was for Des Bryant, which was just insane. Um, But, hey, another day, another great James Harden trade rumor. Uh, Look, we told you last night, and, and for the last week... Harden's going to get traded all right he's holding out from the Rockets he's wanted to trade for a while Mike D'Antoni left he's not into rebuilding whatever the Rockets are doing they trade away Russell Westbrook for John Wall that's not enough they haven't gotten better the Rockets didn't build a, a great team around James Harden he wants out. It's not going to be a lightning-quick thing. It's not going to happen tomorrow or by Friday. But at some point later on this month, early January, after the season starts, because there's no offseason to figure things out, they're going to feel... Phone calls, and they're going to wind up trading Harden, right? They they got to do it right. He's owed $40 million the next three years. He's going to get traded. Now, is it going to be the Nets? It could be. But surprisingly, today, another team appeared near the top of his wish list, according to sources ESPN reporting, that James Harden has given the Rockets a list of contenders he'd like to go to. The Knicks are number one. Okay, except not at all. Uh, He's I, got think, he some contender- contender, I think he said contender, brother. I think he said contender. The Knicks are con- – well, well, let me ask you this. We don't know what James Harden means by a contender. Contending for the number one overall pick in the draft, the Knicks are surely going to do that. Uh, that's good spin. See? see, contention. This it, is a
7: no-spin zone. I don't mm-hmm. like hot take nonsense and, and BS. And <laughs> my BS matter. meter just started going, bing, bing, bing. Nicely done. Contention con- con- can be
1: one of many things, Mike. It doesn't need to be winning a championship. <laughs> Could Have be ever- arguments and infighting. Contention. That's, that's what <laughs> and contentiousness. Everybody- <laughs> that's what everybody thinks people want. I want to be in contention, but it's not for a championship. Because now, suddenly, they're the only one that are competing for the number one overall pick oh. in the draft. Um, but reports say that the 76ers are high on Harden's wish list to be dealt to. Now, on the surface, this looks great because the Sixers have said, listen, we're, if if we make a big trade, we're not trading away Joel Embiid or Ben Simmons. So any trade that happens, we're going to pair somebody up with the two of them. So Harden would go to Philadelphia, which means likely Tobias Harris, somebody else. I, I, I don't know. to make that, that
7: th- salary match,
1: baby. Yeah. <laughs> and and I don't know that the, the Sixers have what, what the Rockets are gonna want. They're gonna want to be able to say, look, we're not just gonna take a bunch of guys where there's here's a nice player that we're gonna take who can, you know, be a nineteen and eight guy. No, they, they want somebody that, hey, what can we do to restart our franchise? Which is why they're gonna wait and they're gonna wait for the best offer. So while I don't think Philadelphia has what it what it takes, boy, I can really understand the appeal because for the Sixers they would think, well, maybe this will light a fire on under Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons, who clearly enjoy being stars in the NBA, but have they really shown for a second that, hey, anything we need to do to win, to win in the playoffs, do we have to do? No, they they haven't shown they're those guys. And is James Harden the guy to bring that out of them? It's a big risk, but clearly they need to do something to bring another star player in so you would have three really good players. I get why James Harden wants to play for Doc Rivers. Doc is a player's coach. And as you saw, hey, wait a minute, you mean I can go to practice anytime I want to? I mean, I can I can live wherever and show up late and I can dictate the practice schedule if I want to practice like late because I'm at the club like really late at night. So we practice next day. It's not till like 2, 2.30 in the afternoon. I mean, I'm sure, hey, Doc Rivers is a player's coach. He is a star's coach. So I get the big attraction for James Harden wanting to go to play with Doc Rivers in Philadelphia if they're not going to trade him to Brooklyn. But am I sold that this is going to be something that works? No, I'm not because no matter what kind of talent Doc Rivers has had, he still hasn't gotten out of the second round. Of the playoffs outside of playing with the Boston Celtics when he had three Hall of Famers on his team. So I'm even though it's the East, I'm not sold that this is eminently going to work. But on the surface, if it's a way for James Harden to get out, there certainly are worse destinations for him than Philadelphia.
7: My man, I, I think uh, Tillman Fertitta is re- resigned to the fact that this is not going to work, that James Harden does not want to be in the planet Houston anymore. Uh, you get rid of Russell Westbrook and it seems like it's a, a tear down and just start from the, the ground up, get a couple of assets, maybe a draft pick or two that makes you feel warm and fuzzy. But let's call it what it is. Going to either of these teams that are the front runners as currently established is delicious theater for you and I. This will be a fantastic, fantastic journey. And I would love to be able to be credentialed and follow either of these teams throughout their season. Because <laughs> chaos will follow. There is oh, there's no, no question There's no about losers. It.
1: There's no, no team James Harden would go to where we'd go, boy, it's James, well, James Harden but is the, wasting his But these his time. two? Oh, no, 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 no. Right? These two. When you're talking about Simmons, who won't shoot.
7: So we were talking about dollar-cost averaging before. Again, you got to listen to the whole show. You learn a lot of stuff here. You're entertained, you're informed, and you walk away smarter. Go to... Uh, iHeartRadio app. You've got Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your audio, download it, give it five stars. We'll love you forever and ever. But between Embiid and Simmons and Doc Rivers trying to be a player's coach, but also knowing that he his uh, reputation really got Uh, office spaced with a baseball bat over the last couple of weeks, (laughs) right? They took that printer outside. There is no paper jam, and they smashed the hell out of it. Likewise, I mean, when when Doc's got to say, hey, by the way, Ty Lue was on that bench with me. (laughs) <laughs> Tyler was on that bench with me, and, and that's his only means of defense. I mean, this is fun. It is theater, and trying to handle Embiid, who sometimes doesn't hold his tongue, Harden, who will eye roll the the hell out of you. I mean, we've seen that. That is mm-hmm. patented. And then you got Ben Simmons, who's still trying to figure out who he is. Uh, it is good theater there. If he goes to the Nets, I mean, we know what we know. Kyrie. Oh my and God! That would Berger be. That's accounts. all we right, I would, and meet, the I would accounts need the The burner accounts
1: are out in force. It's beautiful. Duh. I would need to have cable. I would just buy the NBA package and watch their games every single night. That's all I would need. We We'd need no drama. <laughs> Twitter at how about a fresca? Mike gets swollen dome. The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon live from the Geico Studios. There are no losers. Wherever James Harden goes, there are absolutely no losers. Cleveland! Are there strip clubs? Yes, we have. Great, I'm, I'm there. I'm there. I'm there. But I haven't even told you where. I'm there. I'm there. Okay, I'm, I'm just there. It's okay. As long as well, you. How many because strip clubs per capita? <laughs> Sudden that's how you know where James Harden's going to go. If suddenly, there's money passed in a, in a city budget, and they start putting up uh, new strip clubs, like one in, like a Starbucks, There's one on every corner. You know, you're going to say, "Oh, we got the strip club here, got one here, got one." We're going to be the official home of James Harden. No, we're going to be the official home of James Harden. Then there's like a war going on, and people are going to both clubs. We have a six foot rule, Oh, we have a five and a half foot rule. I mean, all of these things. I mean, it, really, that that's how you're going to be able to tell if you see strip bars being put up in a lot of different places. Hey. That's where James Arden's going. Hey, Jason, with
7: some of the things they've decided to uh, not prosecute, I saw a document here in Los Angeles. He can become a member of the Clippers or the Lakers if you can make the money work. <laughs> There's some crazy stuff going on up in here.
1: Oh, uh, speaking of crazy stuff, <laughs> wait till we tell you what happened right before kickoff tonight between the Ravens and the Cowboys. That's in 90. But first... so they Sweet. have the advantage in, in in years. Obviously, they're a little bit more mature. Uh, has been recognized for being among the best four-year colleges in the United States for modern students. I don't know what modern student is. I mean, I assume, you know, are the old students one that would sleep all day and not go to class and drink all night? So well, I guess up all night, sleep all day. I mean, there's a song about it. Up all night. Sleep all. Day. Oh, sorry, my, my daughter's sleeping in the other room. Uh, so uh, there's Fort Hayes State. Everybody's over twenty-five. See, that's the thing. I don't love to go to college over twenty-five, man. I'd have done so. Listen, the kid whoa, had a, whoa, the kid had, Listen, the kid had had a great time at college at Syracuse. But man, I'll tell you what, over twenty-five, oh, I would have been. I would have been deadly. I would have been. I would have been the LeBron James of 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 Casanovas in college. I'd have, Wow, he's the, he's the best. This guy, you know where I interned. Everything, hey, everything would have came know. into place for me. You know my 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 personality. Uh, you know where, where I am understanding women because it took me a long time to understand women. Really, you, really you, did. You're saying you had it figured out by 25? Well, well, 25 is when I met Pam. So I, I understood, yeah, you know, you didn't things figure like, out anything, but I definitely. knew a little bit more. We, you would think the time I spent thinking about, you know, women trying to understand women, I, I would have been better at it, but I wasn't. But 25. Oh, I would have been deadly. You can I'd have been that guy. You can't you can't leave him alone from three. He hits everything. He's just gonna, he's just going to 35 <laughs> feet. He's like Lillard from the logo, man. I'd have been. Oh, wow. you kidding.
7: Oh, I'd have been dead. I'd have been deadly. The man still identi- self identifies as the kid. Uh, <laughs> by the way, I'm working on getting us some custom trading cards made. Uh, yours will have the nickname on it. Since you lost sleeves. Oh, yeah, I did. You're now did. just the kid.
1: Okay, that's all right. I'm good with that. I, I, and you oddly, have to sign everyone with your full name and the kid. <laughs> oddly, I'm okay with that. <laughs> um, before tonight's game between the Ravens and the Cowboys. Des Bryant was pulled off the field following a positive COVID-19 test. He was warming up for the game. He had already said hi to some former uh, teammates and personnel he knew, hugging, hugging, talking to them on the field, Dallas Cowboys. But he was pulled off the field after a positive test and couldn't play tonight in the Ravens' win over the Cowboys. Now, there's two parts to this story. There's why is Des Bryant a lot on the field when he's got an inconclusive test that could come back positive? That's where you got to say, okay, you know what? Maybe you stay. It just in case you come back positive and everything looks okay. But no, 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 we'll let you go out on the field and be ready to go and practice playing play in the game and, and go and hug people on the other team. All of these things, we let you to go do that. I don't understand. And the decision to play the game was made so quickly, and so callously by the NFL, who said we are we are more than okay with Des Bryant's contact tracing uh, the last couple of. days. How do you know what his contact tracing was? You just so he was on the field hugging his, hugging his former teammates and guys that he knew from the organization. He's been with the Ravens for the past few days, for the past two weeks. You're telling me he's not in close contact with them? It's not, and it's not about the game because as we know, the game is where the you get the least chance of being able to transmit COVID nineteen. It's about being on the side sideline and being with all your teammates that's the most dangerous part dr david chow former chargers team physician told us that last week on the show and you had a situation where des bryant was around all these players who are going to be around each other on the sideline he went and hugged cowboys personnel who were going to be around each other on the sideline because you're on the field before the game and yet the nfl just said hey we're playing this game we're more than confident you know it just goes back to what i said when when it's early in the week NFL is really careful about COVID. They one positive test, they shut facilities down. You can't open for the next two days. You're waiting. But when it comes to a game, yeah, we're going to find a way to play, and it's not going to make that big a deal. I mean, however you want to cut it up, COVID means more to the NFL after games at the beginning of a week than it does getting right into a game and playing. And I just wish the NFL would take a little bit more uh, care and into making their decisions to play a game and be a little bit more transparent and and show us, hey, yeah, we are going through things. We're not just at the point where, well, we got a nationally televised game coming up in 10 minutes, what do you want us to do? Because I feel like that's where the NFL, and they put themselves in that spot. Well, what are you going to do? We get the game in 10 minutes. We got to go play. So they do it that way. Beginning of the week, they're, they're careful about it. End of the week, they're not.
7: Well, and that's the, the thing, right? I mean, we're not going to get, at least to my knowledge, a full documentary of how these decisions get made. I don't believe that Roger Goodell or, or someone in the office is going Harvey Dent and flipping a coin to decide how this works, right? That there is medical opinion uh, for their chief medical officers and staff that make those decisions. Transparency, as we know, uh, you, you don't get full transparency on anything and in everybody's personal lives, uh, unless you've been bunkered since March. And, and if you are, God bless you. I wave to you. Wherever you're hiding out in your house, maybe a a little bunker that you built, a storage facility for all your uh, MREs and everything else, uh, I appreciate you. Otherwise, you've accepted some level of risk in going out, going and picking out, take out, going to the grocery store, all those things, and full transparency, right? Nobody's 100%. Right? You've had some interaction somewhere, even if it's just picking up some fruit uh, at the grocery store. How many people might have picked that at that fruit before you did? And even if you wash it, did you get it all right? All the dirt, <laughs> all the residue, everything else. I mean, let's call it what it is. You know, I, I don't know that anybody, no matter how diligent they are, are 100 percent on. And for the NFL, they know the eyes of the world are upon them, right? Because they've had so many missteps and miscalculations of, I think, oftentimes well intentioned parts under Goodell's realm to try to improve things. But transparency, you can't be 100%. It's like, you know, state local federal government right? more more transparency sometimes scares people uh and, and leads to more inane uh theories about how things operate Likewise with the nfl I, I i'd like to think we're at least getting a good framework of what's going on uh and that they, they take it seriously I and mean, we're talking about multi-billion dollar product and the players are your product and as much as next man up works to a degree, in this case, it's when when it's a, a larger societal issue. It's not a, you know, torn ACL. It's not a tweaked knee. All right, should he be out there? Is it a high ankle sprain? Can you shoot him up? Can you go James Woods uh, from any given Sunday to get a guy back out there? You know, it, it's it's a bigger issue. So I'd like to think that we're getting – As much transparency as we can, and the protocols are being followed. Maybe that's naivete, uh, and maybe uh, for once I'm not the cynical son of a gun that I portray uh, most nights here for four hours on on Fox. But in this case, yeah, I I can't wait to hear more on the decision-making and the fallout and tests as we get through the next week.
1: Twitter at How About Afresca, Mike Gets Swollen Dome, The Jason Smith Show with Mike Carmen, live from the Geico Studios. Remember, NFL, they care deeply at the beginning of the week. Oh, at a game that's a little bit different. It's just who they are. Uh, coming up next, I can't believe LeBron James actually said something today. It blew me away, and I'll tell you what he should have said instead. That's next, Fox.
5: Be sure to catch live editions of The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
1: Fox Sports Radio, The Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon. Oh! Live from the Geico Studios where we got more of the Tuesday night game coming up in about 10 minutes. But LeBron James said something today. I really am surprised that he said he went on the road trip and podcast, which is basically what all NBA stars do right now. You want to break news? Now you just go on the road trip and podcast. Congratulations, Richard Jefferson. And he talked about how Kyrie Irving and Kyrie Irving's criticisms of LeBron about taking last-second shots that Kyrie had during the NBA Finals was something that hurt LeBron's feelings. Here's LeBron from today.
5: I was a little like, like, damn. Once I got the whole transcript, I was like, damn. You know, I wasn't like. Are you tripping? I've um, hit yeah, game winning yeah, shots all my whole yeah, life. I was not like that. I was like, damn, because um, you you were there for a couple seasons. I, I mean, I played with Kyrie for three seasons. The whole time while I was there, um, I only wanted to see him be an MVP of our league. I only cared about his success. And, and, and um, and it just didn't align. Yeah. It just didn't align and we was able to win a championship. Yeah. That's the craziest thing. We were still able to win a championship and and we could never align, but I only cared about his well-being, both both on and off the floor. And and it, it kind of like it, it kind of hurt me a little bit.
1: Okay. I am <laughs> I am stunned. Now the only reason I I think I can think of LeBron James to say, hey, Kyrie Irving hurt my feelings is because he thinks it must piss Kyrie off when he talks like that, because that's the only reason I can feel. Why is LeBron saying Kyrie Irving hurt his feelings? Uh, Oh, yeah. No, this is easy, Jason. I mean, this is easy. what LeBron James should be said because maybe he knows it stings him when I kill him with kindness, right? Because I'm, I'm I'm I want to I want a feud with LeBron, but when he kills him with kindness, it's tough because I get that in feuds. You kill somebody with kindness, it makes them more frustrated. You know, behind closed doors, they just they, they just get so pissed off. But if I'm LeBron, I say, dude, I carried you. You have proven to shrink your value over the course of the prime of your career like no other guy. I just won my fourth championship. You're on your third team in the last four years, okay? You have gone from being one of the best young players in the game to now, you're a, you're a player that you got traded to a team, they didn't want you, now you're on a team that you could barely suit up for, and who knows how things are going to go with Kevin Durant. This is what I would say. I would say, I'm sorry you're jealous of me, and at 36, I'm more valuable than you, and that when people mention your name around the NBA, they laugh because a lot of things you do, you're a punchline. I'm sorry for all of that, Kyrie Irving, but that's really kyrie irving that's who you are that's what i would have said if i was lebron james but kill somebody with kindness i get it where maybe it makes him really mad but boy that's what i would have wanted to say if i was lebron
7: well it's a slow burn because here he still comes off as looking like a good guy i only wanted the best for him sure i wanted to be an mvp (laughs) i look at the way i wrap my arms around him and, and look we became champions We were together the whole time. All this is live on pay-per-view coming in June. Ladies and gentlemen, it'll be the NBA Finals. (laughs) Brooklyn Nets led by Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. Oh, waiting on the other side still. The slow burn over the game winning shots and the mentality quotes coming from Kyrie Irving. It's LeBron James and Anthony Davis. Come on in if you will. That's all this was. This is the God. season-long preview. Kill him with kindness. That was one of my dad's quotes
1: growing up. Don't don't give oh, people yeah? the satisfaction of watching you be mad. Yeah, but I think somehow that satisfaction would have been great. It would have felt good. That four or five seconds after you get done torching Kyrie Irving would have felt great. Then you would no, have said, uh, "Why sure. did I do that?" But boy, that no, five no, seconds—that but- would have been. I, I would. I'd have cleared it all out of my system, and I'd have moved
7: on. And don't try to pretend that he's not seeing some form of the questions before he sits down with the podcast. So, uh, to that end, he knew exactly oh, yeah, he what, what he wanted to do in this situation, and LeBron's not going to be a guy that blows up. Uh, he may you know, give side eye and shut down a media member, because we've seen that in the past. But in general, other players, he's not going to go at them with that same you know, backhand. No, 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 no. This is a long, slow burn, because this is a whole season – to potentially an NBA championship series
1: showdown. Oh, yeah, this is great. This is fuel for the new season to come. Twitter at How About a Fresca, Mike Gets Swollen Dome, The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon, live from the Geico Studios. Coming up next, boy, if you like hot takes, we got one for you on the Dallas Cowboys after tonight. Woo, this is Fox.